Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast number 191. I'm your host, David Palermo, and today we're getting into fantasy football for the 2018 season. And on the line with us is Mike Smith. You can follow him along at Fantasy Smitty on Twitter, and we'll dive right into this and talk about our leagues. We had three together. He had a bunch more than me. He does a lot more research than me. And again, I'm your host, David Palermo. Follow us along on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and wherever you find your podcast. All right, Mike. So, you know, we're back together here. And uh, you kind of lost your shit last uh, episode a little bit, you know. Are you there? I'm here. I'm I'm listening. Uh, you know, I didn't necessarily lose my shit. I was just getting a little animated coming from the guy who didn't like the guy who loved the guy who hated the other guy who then at the draft fell in love with the guy and took him. So. You know, I had to put a little entertainment out there for the people. Well, let's get let's get back into it. I'll pull you the clip back real quick. All right, so on the line we have Mike, all pissed off, fucking Mike. What's up, Mike? Hey, Dave. Are, you in, a, are you in a quiet fucking spot? Peterman, you, you Peterman fucking... Flipper over here, Mr. Jackass, draft day stealer. <laughs> David Palermo, fucking pyramid sucks, fucking sucks, we're fucking sucks, bro, he fucking sucks. What the fuck, man? Fucking dude, fucking sucks. Uh, I'll draft uh, Nathan Peterman. Uh, yeah, he sucks so bad you had to put him on your fantasy team, huh? Because that's what we do with people. We fucking suck, bro. All right, Mike. So that's where you stood. Um, is that how you still feel right now in this moment? Are you still angry? Have you had a minute? No, no? I'm not. I mean, I'm not mad. I mean, there's 16 teams in that league. Um, I probably should have drafted a quarterback maybe a round prior. Um, but I was just waiting till the end because, um, I think Peterman, when it comes to fantasy quarterbacks in general, like the difference between, um, you know, 10 and 18 or 10 and 20, it's a lot of times it, it, it can be marginal because there's so many like middle of the run quarterbacks. So I think Peterman is going to put up, you know, decent numbers. Um, and I was just kind of waiting around, stacking up my team um, and, you know, in plans to get him in the late, late rounds until Jackass decides to take him, even though he fucking sucks. Um, so, you know, but, uh, I ended up getting fullsies. Uh, but honestly, that draft is crazy. Cause we don't even have a two quarterback league and I don't even draft the backup quarterback in general. Right. I mean, normally I just don't draft a second quarterback. I'll just pick up a quarterback when I need him. Cause they're always on the wire, but to have a non two quarterback league, we literally had every single quarterback drafted except one only one quarterback that is starting on Sunday uh, wasn't drafted and that was Ryan Fitzpatrick so uh, honestly based on what Foles did yesterday thanks to some drops by the tight end um, Fitzpatrick might be able to beat that just because he runs around you know I mean he could pick up 
uh, 50 yards on the ground. Yeah, and I had you know, Zach Ertz, too, you know, um, yeah, on another, on another that team. Pass, you know? And, and you know but, something, uh, Mike, uh, in, in your defense, dude, it's like, uh, you know, you should. This is the first league that I actually waited on a quarterback. The latest I picked a quarterback was Mitchell Trubisky, and I didn't want him. I really wanted uh, – Yeah, there were better quarterbacks available at the time. I was – it was strange that you went with Mitch, but you did. Well, there's a I don't know. I just feel like on on the the, the people I trust the list that they had him at, he ranked well, and I feel like um, with a guy coming from Andy Reid, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and I, I'll be honest with you, the the whole that league is weird because. There's a guy in the 16 team league for a good amount of money, and they're just stacking up on quarterbacks just to be a dick. And it's like, you know, I what's weird, Mike, is we did three drafts together, and your dynasty draft was my first one, and um, that was a 12 teamer. The one we did for Numb Bills Fan Podcast was a 12 teamer, which is pretty fun. And you know, for that, it's like I feel like my depth. I, I like my depth a lot. In, in the 16 team league and I actually feel confident in it um and it was our last draft and I did the three with you so and that one was in person the numbers in one was was uh over the interwebs and uh your dynasty draft which you were a dick and as you're walking out with the sticker laughing at me that I picked the guy that's not even on the team but that's why I took Peterman as we got into on the last podcast but it's like um I don't know, man. I actually waited on quarterback, and I just don't understand why when, like, resources are so valuable, like, why would you hoard three quarterbacks? Like, do you really think somebody's going to trade well, you for the three quarterbacks, dude? Like, I wanted Jameis Winston, and I wanted to get him. I was like, oh, dude, he's going to be fucking sitting there. And then it's like, once word gets out that, like, he projects really highly, everybody is just, like, sniping him. And everybody in that league, I think, just wants to get the deal and, and get the big fucking run. And it's like... I had David Johnson, number one pick last year, and he got hurt. And the year I hold out because the fucking Bell is the wrong year, of course. You know what I mean? Like, now Bell doesn't show up to camp or even the game. You got Bell? No, I I did last year, Uh, remember? I passed on him for David Johnson. And I was like, oh, he wasn't in camp. I ain't picking him. He's going to pull a fucking muscle. Yeah, you got Saquon. I mean, um, no, but, yeah, I I don't get the three quarterback because I'm going to tell you right now, He's not going to be able to trade him, and if he does trade him, I mean, you're not going to get anybody for him. You know, like to have a third quarterback when you have a shallow bench. Um, I mean, you're talking maybe Chris Godwin type trade, like maybe someone with some upside, but you're not going to get anything for a for a quarterback sitting on your bench. It's not. You're never going to trade. Pretty much at no point would you ever trade a top, you know, three or four round, what is that, uh, let's say top 40 player. You're not going to trade anybody in the top 40 for a quarterback. You know, you're just not going to. It doesn't matter if that quarterback's, you know, I don't care, Tom Brady, uh, Deshaun Watson, Watson. It doesn't matter. You're you're just not going to do it. So to stack up, I mean, it's essentially a wasted pick. 
Um, I thought it was funny, you know, because they were lobbying draft quarterbacks, draft quarterbacks. Mike won't have a quarterback to start. I'm like, I'm like, there's not enough dumb teams that are just going to draft quarterbacks, so I don't have right. One, I tried know? to pull that move one time too, and it's like, you know, man, I had um, so a little backstory for new listeners is um, really. I came into fantasy football with you, Mike. So all I know about fantasy football leagues with you, and I had this theory in a standard league with with Sean Timmerman to do my second year doing fantasy football. I got lucky. I won the league my second year, but it was a standard league. He wasn't doing PPR. He wasn't into it. Wasn't open minded. But it was a standard league, and I decided to pull, as oddly as it sounds, all the best receivers off the board because I I never came in with like. I, I looked at fantasy football like fresh. I didn't go, okay, you have to take running back. It ha- now, the older I get in, in, in the fantasy sports, like I'm, I'm more so with the fantasy football this year than I have been in like four years. And um, it's like I'm kind of actually more on the running back thing. But like I really like, Mike, what I want to get into real quick is I really liked how you do things is how I do things, which is like tears. And after X amount of tier, I don't go, well, I need a running back, so I got to get him. I was like, no, 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 no. Now, you have a way better chance on hitting on a receiver than you do on that running back splitting reps because receivers are in and out. You never know, and you have to really pay attention to the offensive schemes. That's why I think, like, Calvin Benjamin is a good pick late, you know, and it's it's kind of – um. You know, schemes change, and when people, all they do is they're just a, a slave to analytics, or not analytics, but just stats, just straight up stats. It's like my list compared to, like, three other lists, you know, we're drafting off of the CBS website and the live draft, and that's going to be different than the NFL app. But then you gave me a list through ESPN just as a cross-off list, and it's like where I'm ranking guys compared to that. I'm like, damn, dude, where is your head? You know, because... Everybody well, everybody, just looks at the, huh? Once you get past the elite, you know, once you get down and you're past 20, 30 wide receivers, you know, everyone has uh, their guy, you know, um, what you need to do is you just need to always take the best available player. And it doesn't matter what position they are, if they're a tight end, if they're um, a wide receiver, if they're running back, if they're the person that's going to put up the most points and they're still left. You take them. Um, I mean, the first – typically what I do, the first five or six rounds, I dedicate to running back and wide receiver. Like, I'm going to get the best. And I've done so many drafts where uh, – I've had drafts go where I have three wide receivers in rounds one, two, and three just because people are jumping so far on running backs. I'm not going to go up and snag um, – a second tier running back when a first tier wide receiver is still available or a second tier wide receiver is still available. I'm not going to grab a third tier running back. So you just always have to take the best available player. And um, I mean, like I said, I have the 29 best ball drafts and four fantasy leagues. And um, I mean, between them, there's teams where I have stacked running backs. I mean, I did one draft where I drafted six running backs in eight rounds um, in a best ball league um, because cause people weren't taking running backs. They were grabbing receivers, and I did have a couple of receivers in there, um, but they were passing on running backs going to wide receivers. So I'm like, all right, you're going here. I'm going to go here. Um, and then versus that, I've had rounds where I've taken four wide receivers in the first six rounds. Um, so 
it all depends on who's available at the time you're drafting. Um, I don't go into um, drafts, especially in the early rounds, saying I have to have this guy. You know what I mean? No, exactly. Uh, you let the draft fall. Like that's like where me and you like get along. That's why we always kind of share data. You know, and it's just like. I just like the the draft to fall to me because it's so funny when people are reaching for these players and I'm like, holy shit. And then, I, you know, I get really offended when people like have to say their comments out loud. Man, why are you drafting him? It's like, shut the fuck up, motherfucker. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll I, see. I'll start like, to reach later in the draft. You start at, like after you've built up your roster and then you have some things like, all right, in the 16 team draft, those things are very deep. So I took wide receiver, wide receiver, because those were the best available. Well, I was towards the back end of that draft. From my second wide receiver pick to my third pick, a tremendous amount, I think it was like 12 more running backs came off the board. We were already, it was towards the end of the third round, and I think 23 running backs were taken. And I'm like, dang, I don't have a running back at this point. Now at that point, you have to adapt to the draft. So now, even though I wanted to take a wide receiver, I'm like, I don't have the luxury to let any more running backs go. Yeah, I was yep, forced yep. at that point in a 16-team league. Now, in smaller leagues, you wouldn't have to worry about that because, for one, there's not that many picks. Um, and two, um, obviously, not that many running backs are going to go. Obviously, in a larger league, more players um, the deeper it goes. So um, I definitely reached on two players. I reached on Carry uh, uh, on Johnson, and I also reached on um, Mark Ingram. I mean, I know he's suspended. He's going to have one game before week seven, but, um, you know, you also have to project your team out to the future. So um, no, I like, dude, I like the suspended players pick, not to cut you off as I always do, but no, man. I was eyeing Jameis Winston. I was eyeing Ingram. I was eyeing um, Edelman. Like, dude, those are great, great it, picks, man, yeah, because that's I, four I, more I games to be healthy. Them. I don't mind getting them. I didn't really like how I had to get Ingram so early, um, but I was able to crop that later in the draft by getting Carlos Hyde. Um, and... Um, you know, I got some wide receiver depth for sure. Dude, um, I got I, mean, I picked up Aaron Jones, man. You want to talk about suspended guys who are projected to have good ass years? I mean, when that dude was in, he was in. You know what I mean for the Packers. So, um, I I ended up getting that dude to give you a little perspective. Sixteen teamer round ten, and he was my running back four. And round nine, I picked up Corey Clement. And, you know, my other running backs was I had the number uh, nine pick out of 16. I got Saquon Barkley. I didn't know what to do. I was kind of shocked. I'm like, fuck, I didn't prepare for this. I really don't. You know, and what I mean by that, not prepared, I just wasn't sure because, like, I personally love having the middle pick because it keeps my ADD on track, and, and I feel like I can have a more consistent well, draft. I can predict it easier. Especially in large leagues, the one advantage of being in the middle is you don't you don't get screwed with the run. Like right. what happened to exactly. me after I, after I got that second wide receiver, it was the run on running backs. Yep. So at that point, you know, I was like, dang, I have to, I got to do something here for the running backs. Um, because I mean, at the time I made the right picks. I mean, I had um, Odell Beckham. I think I picked him. I was picked 12. No, I was 13. So I was the 13th pick. Um, so, Odell Beckham and my next pick after that, who I 
love this year. AJ Green, um, honestly, they're moving him around. Um, I think that they want to make it a point to get him the ball more um, and kick up his total receptions and just give him the ball so he can make plays more often opposed to just, you know, deep threat. And I mean, obviously he's a consistent contributor to the offense, but I think they're, they're trying to get him the ball more. So I was definitely happy with that. Um, and uh, like I said, I mean, I got one of those teams where, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta mix, especially when the leagues are so large and you're so deep in the pool, you gotta start getting some of them upside players, you know? You know who, um, you know who was weird, Mike? Like, cause you're, you're about to go on a tangent here. I want to throw some more seeds into your, your, your rant here. Dude, I got Pierre Garcon in round six and I feel like he's just forgotten about, I got Robbie Anderson in round seven. You know, well, and, and, I, I, I think the Pierre Garcon, the hype is gone. That's why you got him at round six. I mean, because right now, like, if you look at that offense, well, and it's actually more beneficial to him. I mean, it's unfortunate that Jarek McKinnon tore his ACL, but it actually benefits Pierre Garcon more because, right. honestly, the, the progression was probably going to be Goodwin number one, uh, Jarek McKinnon number two for like target wise because I think McKinnon was going to get a lot of targets in the passing game um, but now I think Pierre Garcon is going to definitely go up in that two and then you got Kittle so he gets an uptick um, because I, I think that the good guy to have there is is Goodwin who I have you know plenty of shares of yeah and, um, and dude and, and, and man for the bill for the record man on the bill side of things I have always believed in Goodwin dude he's always been determined to become a good receiver and, and, and when you got an Olympic athlete here and you know his last season on the bills he missed a few games because of concussion I hate the words injury prone I think injury prone is bullshit dude it's it's like when you ride motocross you're guaranteed to get fucking hurt you're just guaranteed. Same with football. It's the same shit. And, you know, the the second last year on the Bills where he missed, like, I think the whole season or most of it, he actually had a Steelers, like, lineman just, like, flat out pancake his ass. Like, on the round one time, like, in, in preseason, and he was hurt. You know, like, it was kind of, like, late. It was kind of stupid. Or he just fell, tripped. I don't fucking know the dude. But, like, Goodwin is a solid receiver, man. Like, and he's got Jimmy Garoppolo. And the thing that kills me about Goodwin is, like, he's a third-round pick, and he was already on the Bills. Not saying he wanted to stay, but, like, he signed for a very affordable deal. And finally, like, people are waking up to Marquise Goodwin last year. And it's like, I don't know, man. I think it really – I've had this whole flip where I've been buying the Kool-Aid as far as the Bills perspective that, like, yeah, we just need to – you know, we could run the ball and work off of play action and all this and that. But, like, dude – I look at Jimmy Garoppolo, and I just look at Pierre Gar- Garcon, and he was injured the year prior, and he didn't get a chance to really link up. And, and there's a reason he's still on the team, dude. So I couldn't pass him up in the sixth round. You know, to give you a little rundown, Mike, Saquon Barkley was the number one pick I had for uh, pick nine. On the turn, I believe I got Adam Thielen because I don't have it labeled where I got him, but he's my wide receiver one because I love my receivers early. And then I, I feel like after those tiers, it's kind of like let the draft fall to you because – if you can get Marshawn Lynch, like he's kind of like I don't think that good anymore. And and you don't you have Doug Martin behind him? It's like if you're looking for a late like flyer, maybe Doug Martin might be the guy. You no, know, the the coordinator over in Oakland, uh, well, the new coach, 
Gruden likes to make his premier back a premier back. So I don't think that's going to change. I don't think Doug Dude, he is a coach, bro, in like how many years, though? Yeah, well, he came in and he did exactly what he's always done. He doesn't pay his defensive players, and he said goodbye, Khalil Mack. So, um, you know, he's sticking to the I don't pay my uh, defensive players mold, and I'm sure he's going to stick to the I uh, also don't uh, – I also keep my uh, number one running back, uh, you know, full of touches, targets. So um, I think that uh, – I mean, late in a draft, 16 teams, it's not uncommon. I mean, you always have a health issue. I got him in the so, no-bill chain draft, I believe. I got him uh, – I got Marshall yeah, Lynch. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have him in a twelve team draft. But I mean your numb Bills fan draft, I mean, you're so desperate for running backs. <laughs> oh dude, and, and the thing is though, is like I looked at the list, man, I am loaded on fucking receiver. And you, you know what's weird about fantasy, dude? It's like I don't know about that. I was looking at your let me let me look at your roster here, because I don't know, your loaded might be a term loosely floating around in your head of delusion. Um but let's see. So you got Marshawn Lynch. I love Who's... my name for your league as I open up my NFL fantasy app. Like my name for Mike's league is uh, Josh Allen Truther. Yeah, I did that for you. <laughs> it's like, dude, I've uh, like taken little dumps in these fucking quarterbacks on the bills. And like, I don't even no, mean it personally. I'm, I'm just analytics, guys. Just analytics. I'm, I'm looking at your squad over here. Yeah, my the squad's dope, son. You... You're you're starting CJ Anderson week one. Why do you think that's fucking ironic, bro? Like the kid the came off of a thousand crazy. yard fucking season. Watch, watch. You we got do we gotta make another fucking bet? What are you trying to get to now? I don't know. I don't have another counter be... like CJ Anderson. Again, the coordinator over there likes to keep his number one. Number one. I mean you remember when? Yo, that's just until greatest... Aaron Jones. That's just until my dog Aaron Jones comes off suspension. I got him in that league too. Like Garrett Blount, my dog. I finally got him. Got my dude Robbie Anderson on the bench because he's that dope. I picked up Brandon Marshall yesterday because I'm that dope too. And um, you know, Stephon Diggs, receiver, awesome. Uh, Devontae Adams, Green Bay, uh, probably pretty awesome. Oh, and you know, Antonio fucking Brown, dude. All I need, bro, is my running backs to put up like nine fucking points apiece, and I am good. Okay, Antonio Brown. I mean, I feel like I should fucking offer Antonio Brown to somebody and just take half their fucking team. Whoever has a fucking bell character. Actually, that's my dude, RJ. Let's go look at RJ's team. Teams. All I'm going to tell you, Ryan, the North Steelers Turner Nation. motto. Remember, North Turner created one of the greatest fantasy players ever. Okay, so I expect him to want to do the same with CMC, and um, that's why I don't feel that Anderson has much value there, and especially in a smaller league, there's no way I'm trotting him out other than a bi-week option. Um, Definitely not having him start week one of the season, but, I mean, we got to do what our team's got to do. Me personally, if I look at your team, fucking awesome, well, Dak Prescott, sleeper pick, I, well, Marshawn like Lynch. That, I mean, you're 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 
your running backs are whack, and that's the problem. What do you mean, dude? Like, yo, if Gruden's such a great offensive fucking mind, I expect that damn offensive line to be intact. Okay? Well, I'm just looking at this team. I'm just saying. I'm looking at it like uh, these players have shown they can do it. They can fucking do it again. They might have lost a step, but, but they're also but, smarter between know, the fucking ears, dude. So, I, I, come on, man. Why do you expect, have, yo, why do you expect C.J. Anderson backs. not to be good? Why do you trade right now. Why do you, trade, why do you think right McCaffrey's going to get the rock every single fucking time? You really think so? Yes. I don't know, man. C.J. Anderson can catch the ball in the backfield. He's coming off his best career year. There's a all reason right, they fucking signed him, dude. Wait, who Who would you rather throw the ball to? Christian McCaffrey or C.J. Anderson? I got it. But, like, where did I get C.J. Anderson, dude? Like, I got him really fucking late, man. Well, you got him out of desperation. No, not out of desperation. Now let the draft come to me, man. Look at those receivers. Are you telling me you can beat Stephon Diggs, Stephon Adams, and Antonio Brown? All three teams where they're going to throw the ball a lot. Okay? All I'm saying is you're going to be hoping for a trade because you can't start all that. I even got Kyle Rudolph because I'm going to fucking gamble. The the, the, thing is. I mean, you have Antonio Brown, yeah. Devontae Adams, and yeah. Stephon Diggs. That is a great wide receiving core. And honestly, and then you have Amari Cooper. I mean, phenomenal, right? Yeah. And then, I mean, you have Robbie Anderson on the on the bench. Unfortunately, you should have, instead of drafting probably Amari Cooper, you should have drafted the best running back available at that time. Because you already had three solid wide receivers. Dude, I'm telling point, you, it, yo, Mike, after you pass the tears, though, dude, Okay, yeah, now you get to they, the 50, hold on, hold on, you get to the 50-50 gamble. Guys that aren't necessarily totally proven, once I pass Ezekiel Elliott, dude, and I pass Saquon, and I pass these, like, high investment guys, I'm going to go more towards the Derrick Henry. You follow me? Like, that's where I'm going with it. From, from yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of just where you. I'm at with it, you know, because I'm just like, because Cooper... One of these dudes has to explode, and now I have equity for somebody. And, and and you know me. Usually with drafts, dude, I draft my squad, and then I forget about it. I do my ADD shit, and I don't even look at it. I don't look at the waiver wire. I don't do whatever. But I'm trying to do this thing in my life called giving a fuck about everything I'm into and not just go through the motions. So, like, yo, I'm here to fucking win it. And and I can't wait, dude. We got three leagues. You got to get going right now. It's 11.56. So do you have any more thoughts, man? Like, I had a really fun draft. With you, it was yeah, funny. No, I, I had uh, you. Uh, you made uh, you made the draft very entertaining. Drafting the players that you did, and uh, like I said, I'm gonna have a good trade for you because you. Well, I mean, it's gonna be a good trade for me, and you're gonna right. be fucking bullshit, man. But you know, it's gonna be in your best interest. Okay, don't worry. You're not gonna have Antonio Brown all year. Okay. Where can we you're find not, you? Where can we gonna, find you on Twitter? Get the fuck out of here, Smitty. And, hey, for all the followers, what we're going to do is we're going to get Dave to trade me Antonio Brown at some point in the season. So that's going to be my goal, to get Antonio Brown off of Dave's team onto my team. I tried to get Kareem Hunt last year. He wasn't buying, even though he should have. Um, you know, maybe he learned last year that sometimes you just got to pull the trigger on these big moves. So we're going we're gonna to get Antonio Brown off that team. On the mine, and uh, I'm gonna win that league, and hopefully Dave can, you know, finish somewhere as decent in the playoffs. You know, dude, I you know, can't wait. I'm gonna win. All right, man. All right, buddy. Have See a good you, one. Bud. Bye, Mikey.
That's Mike Smith. Follow him along at Fantasy Smitty. I'm your host, David Palermo. Follow me, David J. Palermo, on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, as always, Numb Bills fan on all your social media platforms. Any rants, keep it here. Expect regular content. It's, we're ready to go. So, again, thank you for enjoying or not Numb Bills fan podcast. Tell your friends. If you're in Buffalo, please just spread the word, especially. Like, I know we got a lot of friends out there listening, like, um, old friends of Buffalo too. It's like really flattering because I I kind of forget like oh shit, I talk my thoughts out and people listen like why, you know. So it's easier when you're in a room alone, bored. But um yeah, so thank you for all the followers. Seriously, thank you for interacting, following along. Um, I love getting my friends involved. They might be like nobodies, you know, to most people, but. Like I've said many times, give me a fucking traffic cone. I'll interview it. I'll ask the traffic cone, how are you doing? Why do you look so rough? What's wrong with you? You couldn't update your sticker? You're not reflecting like you used to. Are you okay? Are you burned out on life? I'll talk to anybody. So if anybody wants to come on, you have halfway decent thoughts, please get at me. Um, You know, if you message Numbillsfan anywhere, you'll get to me. And uh, any content suggestions, please pass it along. Any guests you want to hear interviewed, any former players that listen or not, or players that do that want to come on, um, have your thoughts out, you want to set me straight on the offense or whatever the fuck it is, like, I'll buy in. You know what I mean? I'm a fan first, honestly. I love the Bills. Bills keep me out of a lot of fucking shit. They keep my mind occupied, keep me out of my head. Um, and the only issue I've had with the Bills lately is just like, you got to do better than I know more than you because this is my job. And that's it. Because I understand dollars and cents. I know how to count fucking money. I know how draft picks work out. They're the cheapest way to build your team. And when you give a lot of them away, it gets fucking expensive. And that's all my beef with the Bills. So other than that, thanks for tuning along with the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast here. So thank you. I'm your host again, David Palermo. And follow Mike Smith as well at Fantasy Smitty. Numb Bills fan everywhere at Numb Bills fan. We're brought to you by PunchDrunkSports.com. Great dudes. Love saying Tripoli. Had Jason Tebow on the podcast. Art Shafir is one of my favorite comedians of all time. So please, please, please check them out at PunchDrunkSports.com. And subscribe to their podcast as well. If you don't subscribe to this one at Numb Bills fan, again, tell your friends. Love you more than you do. Bye.
And as always, tell your friends, tell your family if you like it, pass along. If you want to interact, I'll get back to you as soon as possible on any of the social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, as I mentioned earlier. So just subscribe along. You got some funny stuff you want to throw my way. Think there's a funny article. Um, I love this thing called reading lately. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And uh, I, I feel like Deadspin's been like right on. So did a podcast with Adam Deacon about why your team sucks, what Deadspin said about the Bills. And uh, some of it I disagree with, some of it I do agree with. And uh, it's always great because they just pretty much take every team in the NFL and just shut on the bits and pieces. So as always, you know that's in the podcast feed. It'll be up there. Or go on numbillsfan.com, and it's a featured post. So it should be within, like, right on the front page. If you don't go to numbillsfan.com, I don't know what's wrong with you. But you can get all your numbillsfan needs, a.k.a. just one-stop shop for any content that's been created. It's right there. Uh, there's a player on, on there as well if you don't use it already. So stay tuned. Podcast 191 coming up right on the turn here. So if you want any fantasy football stuff, more arguing between Mike and I, I'll reset the scene for draft. And, uh, you know, Mike's going to be a regular with it. So really looking forward to the season. Did three fantasy drafts. And uh, Mike is a gem with that. He, he does some wild things, but he's a gem. So Please stay tuned. Podcast 191 coming next.